Uh, we're we're recovering because as as you just as you mentioned a moment ago, Sam, we had a really big weekend. <laughs> we had a really big weekend in storytelling. This this weekend was huge. This weekend, if you're not if you're not home recovering from this weekend, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. you're doing. On MLK Day, uh, yeah, on this that's... on this national holiday, if you're not I... just sitting at home processing yellow jackets and and mulling over Scream Five. My favorite thing I've seen on uh, MLK Day Twitter, by the way, are people just dragging corporations for promoting MLK Day and then uh, reporting how much they've donated to Republican and anti-black causes. And it's just like, mm -hmm, yes, mm -hmm. this is the Monday I want. I want Yellow Jackets. I want Scream 5. I want to drag corporations for contributing yeah. to uh, white supremacy. This is yeah. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome to 2022, friends. I, I just, I, you know, we wanted, we want to talk briefly. Uh, we want to share a conversation with you that me and Sam have been having about the Yellow Jackets finale for a, a off and on for a day now. Um, I think it really, to me, it was the best, for me, it was the best episode. Doom coming was wonderful, but for me, this was really the one, uh, cause as I've said to you, I will always gravitate toward episodes where the, the gang's all together. And yes. in this one, we have the whole camp. We have Jackie versus the world in 1996. And in 2021, is... we have all the girls together for the first time, all the adult women together in the core four for the first time in the entire show. I want to share, because there is a 1996 connection here. Scream came out in 1996. And then the finale True. of Yellow Jackets, I was which just the flashback set today, in 1996, yep. this is all connected. And when you look at Yellow Jackets aesthetically, and I just want to throw this out there because it is so fascinating to have seen the wrong color palette for 1996 presented again and again in film and media. <laughs> because we look back at 1996 and we see it somehow as like a Lisa Frank thing. And that's not what 96 was. 96 was Yellow yeah. Jackets. Like 96, 96 was, was yellow. If jackets. you go look at that, like, and I've seen a lot of, it was so weird. Cause I was reading, I, by the way, don't just fucking don't ever do this. I was in the <laughs> Amazon reviews, like reading what people, cause I'm like, Oh yeah, no, what do, what do like danger zone? Hazard oh my area. God. Friend. I ended up writing a review <laughs> because I was just like, fuck all these people. But the primary thing people I were saying every was every time you go to the Amazon review oh section, I write a if review. You don't write a review. You're like, I'm going to write a review. You're like, right. You're really like, I'm so angry. I think, I think we've life this size has happened too. Many times. This has happened for life size too. It happened for, I know, I know we did, did last, last summer, summer and now it happened for yellow jackets. You know what? Amazon is getting a piece of my mind because <laughs> yeah. these people, listen, 1990, this is 1996 as a person who was 11 in 1996 this mm -hmm. is the childhood I remember. So Yellow Jackets giving me, and I told you this on Twitter, but every time that trailer plays before I watch anything mm -hmm. and I hear Uninvited, Aish, whoever is in the room, Alanis Morissette, Uninvited, The Lost Single. This this <laughs> yeah. song was inescapable. And it wasn't yeah. even the lead single off of City, the City of Angels soundtrack. That was the other like, I don't want the world to see me. Remember? Oh, that's right. Uninvited yeah. was a random track, not on oh, the yeah, album. it was Google it was Dolls. A, it was Google yes. Dolls. That's what's so spectacular about Alanis because that that speaks to the power of the song. So ha invoking mm -hmm. that song in this trailer is such a specific time, place, and feeling. And that's the credit I want to give the show because every episode takes me there. Now, for me, well, and Ashley and Ashley Lyle has talked specifically about, and I'm sure Bart oh. Nickerson has too, the co-creators and the husband wife of the show about. They wanted to present 1996 as they lived 1996, not in the pop culture kitsch way that the 90s have been largely conveyed through pop culture. It was very important to them to be like, 
Yeah, but that wasn't really the 90s. Like, this is this was actually what the 90s looked and felt and sounded like. I love that. And I think they succeeded. Now, I know that has nothing to do with, like, the, uh, the finale, but I just had to throw that out there because that's the piece that, like, sucked yeah. me in other than the casting. But this incredible finale, for those of you who have been watching, um, mm-hmm. I... My favorite scene in the entire, my my favorite sequence in the entire series comes in the finale. And we have been talking extensively Mm -hmm. about this because this is the sequence that Shauna dreams about Jackie's death. So there's this big fight in the cabin. All of the girls turn on Jackie. No, I think it's Jackie's, Jackie's, it's Jackie's dream as she's dying. Well, I think it's, it's both, Jackie's dream but it's that both she's slipping into oblivion. I, I I'm gonna argue that it's both. I think it really happens, okay. and that Jackie saw it. But because Shauna wakes up with like at the end of the sequence, Shauna's eyes jut open and she's afraid. Mm-hmm. And I think it's mm-hmm. because she and Jackie had the same dream because they were so connected. I don't know. I mean, I won't rule that out. Just me. Just I won't, me. I'm not ruling that out. I, no, I uh, considering I I have come to the realization that um, Jackie is a Jennifer check. Yeah. And I, I know that that is why I out. feel so compelled towards her. I want to hear it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's obviously Jennifer's a heightened situation and she's more, she's more the conventional, <clears throat> she's more the conventional mean girl than Jackie is. But their animating force of being very insecure that the sort of love they feel from their surroundings is either disingenuous or it's going to go away. Like what we have with Jennifer and Needy in the showdown in the pool when she's eating chip, when she's like, you know, why do you need him? Huh? You could have anybody that you want, Jennifer. So why chip? Is it just to tick me off? Or is it because you're just really insecure? I am not insecure, needy. God, that's a joke. How could I ever be insecure? I was the snowflake queen. Yeah, two years ago when you were socially relevant. I am still socially relevant. And when you didn't need laxatives to stay skinny. Oh, what a drag. And you hear, and you hear Jennifer pushing back on that, and just like I, essentially telling her, I am relevant, I am important, and needing needy telling her like you're a self-centered narcissistic bitch, and no one really likes you, and that's kind of the fight that Jackie and Shauna have in that cabin is like I can't believe you're such a miserable bitch from having to live in my shadow, and Shauna firing back because you're weak, and I think that deep down you know it. I'm sure everyone back home is so fucking sad to be losing their perfect little princess, but they'll never know how tragic and boring and insecure you really are. Or how high school was the best your life was ever gonna get. They're saying mean things, they're saying some things that are true, some things that are probably more exaggerated than they are true. But in that moment, that's like, that's Jennifer and Needy by the pool. Like, that's what Shauna and Jackie are there. And in Shauna's last, in Jackie's sort of last perception of existence before she sees Laura dead Laura Lee and the dead guy from the cabin her sort of final imaginary manifestation of like a happy moment is somebody bringing her hot chocolate wrapping Shauna telling her you were the best friend I ever had you know you know that right like and and people comforting her and a whole chorus of people in a room saying we love love you Jackie she just wanted that validation and affirmation and then she wanted it most of all from Shauna and then she was gone. I love you, Jackie. We all love you, Jackie. 
which as Thaisa said, they're, I got to go, we got to go south because it's going to get to the point where it's winter and it's cold and we're going to get, it's going to get so cold that dying feels like falling asleep. And that's exactly what happened to her. And I won't derail you, I promise. I just wanted to interject that that is the scariest cup of hot chocolate I have ever seen. Yeah. I, when, when that was presented and she takes a sip and she goes, hot chocolate, how did you get this? And Shauna's like, don't worry about it. And it was like, I, my heart started beating out of my fucking chest because I knew there's no way they found it and gave it to her. It was like, oh, this girl's fucking dying. She is out in the snow. Like that moment, the way they, the, the cruel, the cruelty of that detail is what I love yeah. about this show. It's like, uh-huh. yeah. I mm-hmm. watching her enjoy something that you know is wrong is like, oh my god, my heart is breaking in front of me because then you then it it, it changes everything about the way I see Shauna from that moment forward because it's like, mm-hmm. oh wow, this could never happen because this is not where Shauna's at emotionally, and this is no, exactly no, it's not what, so awful, <laughs> and and this is what Jackie needs because it's what Jackie has low-key kind of gotten from everybody her whole life, too. or yeah. But only to yeah. a certain degree, because in I don't a, think she would... In a manufactured way. Right. In a manufactured way. This is to the extreme. This is like giving her everything she wants, where I feel like she's yes. been snacking on this kind of validation her whole life. I think you're exactly but right. But this is the exactly meal. Exactly right. This is the meal she always thought was at the other end. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. is what motivated yes. her to keep going. This is what she has... This was the explicit handing to her of what she had implicitly stitched together to feel good in her own mind oh my god and in that fight like I I I got like I I became like it was like when um there was that um the the cut story from New York Magazine about like the influencer and her best friend in college she was like writing all of her Instagram deep captions and like the toxicity of that friendship and I remember not feeling sympathetic toward that that girl who wrote the essay being like, I was, I was this influencer's like shadow writer and this was our toxic friendship. I remember not being sympathetic toward her because I was like, listen, bitch, you gave her everything she wanted just like everybody else did. What the fuck yep. did you think was going to happen? Like, where, where not that this, was this wasn't healthy. Yeah. Not that this wasn't healthy. Not that this girl didn't take advantage. But when Shauna is, when you, when you yell at a pretty girl for getting everything they want and you yell in that fight that you too have given them everything they wanted from you. You're so obsessed with yourself. I'm surprised you're aware other people even exist. You know, you never even asked me if I wanted to go to Rutgers. You just assumed I'd go wherever you wanted. You tell me what to wear, what to do, who to hook up with. I don't even like soccer. But you just get everything you want all the time, like it's nothing. And the rest of us, we're just extras in the movie of your fucking life. Well, kiddo. I regret to inform you that you have been a part of the you've been a part of the problem, and Jackie needs to be called on her shit. But I remember, I remember. It, it, well, this brings me to the first episode. It brings me all the way back because something happens with Jackie in the first episode where mm-hmm. um, Jackie is told that she's a leader, that that's her role with these girls. Now, yeah, and, and and everything that happens after the first episode actually undoes that. What we watch is that Jackie doesn't mm-hmm. actually have mm-hmm. leadership skills. Jackie is. The head of a clique. And that's different than being a leader. Yeah. So, and and I think that the last episode actually outs that fact because what Jackie does is she operates, Jackie knows the difference between right and wrong. So when Jackie's deceitful, Mm -hmm. she's being wrong with a vengeance. And so therefore, when it's revealed that she's- With intent. So therefore, when it's revealed that she's, that she has been deceitful, everybody turns on her Mm -hmm. because she knows, right? 
And yet, yeah. when somebody like Shauna, whose moral code in both the past and present just completely depends on whether or not people have seen what she's done, <laughs> yeah. it allows it allows Shauna to escape by. And I think it actually shows mm-hmm. you see that Shauna has actually taken on some of these leadership qualities naturally in the mm-hmm. present day, right? Where mm-hmm. she seems to be this glue in the situation to a certain degree. And it's, that has been, that is, they've just, they did such a good job setting up the culmination of Jackie and Shauna, because the thing I have really been interested in, in the adult timeline, is when, when, like, the three have been together, Ty, Nat, and Shauna, the way they'll all kind of look at Shauna and be like, what's next? Like, there's this carryover from the time before or something where they're like, okay, but what do we do now, Shauna? Like, watching Thaisa defer to Shauna in moments as adults has been fascinating may I, I i think there's one piece to add to what i just said because mm. it, what you just said sparked it because that what we've been dealing with is adult shauna feeling like she's missing something because she's not jackie but has moved into the jackie position right what and 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 yet influence she has influence. she has influence and yet what we go back to and see with jackie is jackie lacks something too and i don't know if mm-hmm. either of them have it <laughs> <laughs> you right. know, because yeah. because what we're exploring, what we're finding out with Jackie is like, I mean, every wrong. T- you pointed this out, I think, on Twitter that every bad decision that's been made on the show was Jackie's. Oh my God, Jackie! I mean, <laughs> the two most cataclysmic events in the woods, the seance and Doom coming, were both Jackie's ideas. Girl. And it was like, read the fucking room, Jackie. Yeah. I mean. Is provoking people's anxieties really the way we want to take this night? Jackie. Do I think that she would have actually peaked in high school? We talked about this. I don't. But what Mm -hmm. I do think is that that thing that's working for Jackie in high school Mm -hmm. is not going Mm -hmm. to work for Jackie forever. Because she doesn't actually have she doesn't actually have that thing that everybody says she has. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 That's my. T- no, that's a really, that's a really good. No, that's a really good point. And I, one of the, I think the, the perhaps for me, it, like relationship wise, the strongest thing the show has done for me, um, maybe in all of them, but in, in definitely the teen timeline, is that Jackie is so easily your mean girl type, and she's mm-hmm. like, she's useless. She has not a survival instinct in her. She's she has not no that. practical skills. Mm-mm. She she wants people to take care of her. Yep. And in the real world, she would have in the society world, she would have found a man to do that most likely. But yeah. like out here, she has no function, and she doesn't try to gain any. Mm-hmm. And she's also she also wears her whites out in the forest, and she pops her collar, and she has her whole put together outfits on. And right. Ella Purnell said an interesting thing in an interview that did just go up with Vulture where she talked about um, Jackie wears her own clothes and she doesn't share her clothes. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, like her, her, like her, her decision about this character was that Jackie does not share her outfits with anybody else and she's not going to wear somebody else's either. Wow. Which I thought was a very interesting thing and she points out how like Jackie's the one who for the longest time continues to put on makeup. Until she reads Shauna's diary and decides nothing matters. Oh my god! And stops doing that. Stops kind of trying in that way, and and fully stops eating, as we know from from the Doomcoming episode. Um, and it it too has that resemblance to like, and again, because it's you know we see patterns where we want to see them, but like as she is my Jennifer check, and there is a Jennifer Needy thing going on here. There is that same thing of like in the fight between Jennifer and Needy when Needy pulls the BFF necklace off her, that's when Jennifer gives up the fight and Needy kills her. 
And between Jennifer, Jackie and Shauna, Jackie truly gives up her fight and resigns herself to like nihilism when she realizes she's been betrayed by probably the, the most closely resembling thing to the love of her life in right. Shauna. Right. And that's when she's like, it's funny, I used to pretend I didn't know if I loved Jeff when the truth is I didn't even like him that much. And I was so mad at Shauna, but now I realize she's right. A friendship doesn't matter. Love doesn't matter. They're just things that we use to pretend we aren't gonna end up like dead cabin guy, like rotted out husks in some bullshit attic. Her whole, her whole oblivion monologue in, in episode nine, and then to bring that to 10, where you see the fight really happen, and you watch the succubus get kind of run through, by the girl who is sort of like the one that blows, you know, the one that blows air on her firelight and keeps that fire burning most brightly, um, takes that away. And then in deprivation, she goes outside and she's petty and snotty. And Shauna is prideful and angry and prideful and hurt. And she dies. And I, and I, I really, I really respect the choice of the show to not rip her apart. I didn't want her to be hunted and killed. That would have made me really upset. Friend. But to just like really underscore that for the first time in the show, really, the land is as dangerous as anything else. And that you can have a fight where you say some things you mean and some things you don't. And in an extreme situation like this, saying something you maybe got caught up in the moment for can force you living into a pit of regret for the rest of your life because dying can be as easy as going to sleep in a situation like that. I wanted to just say that I feel a little bit differently about the whole hunted down and dying thing only because I think mm. like, I am glad that she didn't experience that pain that she went to sleep, but I found this ending to be so much more tragic because I had expected that to be Jackie because she was wearing, you know, the necklace in the opening scene. So it's like, mm. Oh, Jackie's the one that got hunted down to see that Jackie mm. was forced out by everybody. She cared about into oh. the snow when she's struggling to make a fire, when she is, she is really out there unable to take care of herself and left to die, I just thought, yeah, I mean, it is great that it wasn't like a painful death, like running for her life. But at the same time, I felt like this was so much more heartbreaking because I cry. Like I, oh, I got oh, heartbreaking because yep. it, it, it was so emotional for me because I, I think because I they did such a good job of setting Jackie up as somebody who I don't Jackie and Shauna. I disagree with them all the time, yeah. but I love them both because I see the real love that they have for each I other. Do. And I, I, I do. And so. Every every really close friendship, like I am somebody who I, I you know this is not everybody in their thirties. You and I, what we what you and I have with our friends, they're people who yeah. are really special to us. And I know yeah. that for a lot of people, particularly for uh, straight people who you know uh, their family, their family that they create, their partner and their kids become their new life. Well, for a lot of queer people, mm -hmm. that doesn't happen, right? We continue the friendships be uh be just get closer. My best friend and I have known mm -hmm. each other since we worked at Borders together. Do you know what I mean? Like. Are, yeah. And we talk every day. So it's like watching a best friend story where they both get in a fight. Who hasn't had a blow up with their best friend where they know exactly what button right. to push and they push it because they were waiting for two years to push that button. And yeah. today, <laughs> today is that day. We have all had that. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, I cannot imagine if I had done that and then my best friend died the next day. I... Uh uh, it, I found that to be the most horrific scenario. Like, we're talking horror. This show's horror. Yeah, that guy in the cabin, the ghost guy that shows up behind them. Okay, creepy, sure. Yeah. The horror yeah. of making a single mm -hmm. mistake the first time and not being able to bounce yeah. back from that is, uh, I, I mean, honestly, I, I still can't stop thinking about it. It has, like, gutted me. Me neither. 
Yeah, it's it's been it's been sitting on my heart since I watched it, and this show, uh, and and the actors, uh, Ella Purnell and Wow, oh, Sophie my God. Malice, oh, my God. Uh, have done such a tremendous job. Jordan, it being you can't call, you know, because again, Jackie is is easily denotable as as the mean girl, and she's the rich girl, she's the pretty girl, and Shauna, they're all beautiful. They're all but beautiful. Shauna's but... like you know, essentially her in in the shadow friend. Yes, but like Jackie is. Jackie's useless in this situation but like when you look at the things they've done like Shauna's the one who fucked her best friend's boyfriend right so like on paper as far as the slights go Shauna is absolutely the more in the wrong person but because Jackie fits the category of the wrong person it's so much easier to just snap decide that's the thing that she is whereas and I don't think either of them are bad but like it's it's fascinating to watch like sort of the camp sweetheart Shauna um, be taken in by the tribe, whereas Jackie, the one who's like, "Hey guys, you shouldn't have tried to fucking murder Travis," and Shauna had sex with my boyfriend, and everyone's like, "Get out, Jackie," and it's like, guys, she's not wrong about even if she, even if you don't like her and she's a snatch sometimes. Everything she just said about those specific things yeah. is true. It's true. And we should have a soul-searching moment. We but, gotta... like, it's amazing to watch out. And that is how social situations work. Like, if people people don't necessarily make those rational choices, they sort of glom on to what feels comfortable and what makes them feel easy with one another. And because Jackie stands in opposition to the tribe, even though she's made, points were made, they exile her. And it and the, the price is her life. I'd like to add that it, on the Alanis Morissette note, um, Jackie does something interesting that I didn't expect this season in terms of how she mm. deals with the reveal from Shauna. When she reads Shauna's diary and discovers that Shauna has been cheating mm. or took her that Shauna has been sleeping with Jackie's boyfriend, Jackie decides to scratch her nails down someone else's back and hopes Shauna feels it. Yeah. That is like straight ought to know. Alanis Morissette shit. I mean, it is, is. It's, it's wild yeah. that she she didn't turn around and get revenge on Jackie. Like, sure, she she froze her out a little bit, but she's expecting Jack. I, I think it's because she's expecting that relationship will eventually bounce back. But she wants to show yes. she wants to show Shauna just how dangerous she mm -hmm. can be. And that's yeah. how little others mean to her, where I think actually yeah. Shauna does mean the world to Jackie. And that's the evidence yeah. in a really fucked up, toxic way. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I hate to be a broken record, but, like, it's Needy and Jennifer on the bed when Jackie, when Jennifer says, like, you know, I don't, like, then they, they, they killed me, and then I don't remember anything, and then I came back to you. And it's that really tender moment that just devastates you, and Needy's looking at her with tears in her eyes, and then Jennifer goes, I'm, like, a really good friend. And then she's being Jennifer Jack again. Yeah. And then it's all about Jennifer, because she couldn't have been honest unconditionally in that moment she had to like I mean because I'm like a really good friend and still you just have Needy looking at her crying being like oh my god you died and it just like it just does and it and 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 as as I will always make me so happy and I think you will agree like just the the way that the teen timeline up to the point of like now exposure is a threat and like they could freeze and die in the winter giving the gravity and magnitude to the interpersonal like drama of teen young teens trying to figure their shit out and treating it like it's as consequential as anything else life or death could be and then making it actual life or death yeah by making that the the immediate action following the first time Sean has ever stood up for herself to I don't know maybe anyone but definitely to Jackie and yeah. speaking about this to BJ Colangelo she made the very great point the first time she asserted herself and put herself forward the reaction was her best friend died 
and it's like it's gonna fuck you up for the talk about and you're trauma. Like, no wonder she never told told Jeff shit because when you tell people the truth, they die, and it's your fault. Yeah, relatable. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, relatable. I, predictions for season three, and I say season three because I think this would be really fun, but there's no way it's happening in season two. I want. <laughs> okay, we're long. You're looking. Yes, long. because because of the Lottie reveal. Now we know Lottie is the big bad of season two, and she's behind this Jesus. stuff. And originally, I was thinking like. Uh, that what if like the baby grew up and was like causing some of this havoc, but actually I feel like the baby did grow up and is a part of things, but you won't find out until like the baby's a part of Lottie's cult and you find out like the last episode of season two and season three, it's like, it all comes back to the baby because just like scream, you know, it all comes back to the original. <laughs> and I, 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 uh, I, I think we're going to go for a miscarriage plot with the baby, but if the baby is alive, I hope that baby is now has been adopted by Lottie. I hope that that's baby what that's what I'm like saying ever consciously known. Yeah, I hope that baby's only ever consciously known Lottie as its mother. And Shauna is just like this distant, maybe evil figure to the baby. Yeah. Grown adult oh, 100 percent. I, I really if there's a baby in play, I hope that baby is like the closest ally to Lottie in whatever fucking cult she's running. If there's a BIP, a baby in play, I absolutely agree. <laughs> that's what I want as well. Baby. In play. What what a season. Fingers crossed for a BIP season two. BIP season two, everybody. BIP season two and Natalie HBIC season two. Oh my God. She's got a gun and she's pissed off and hopefully she's not crying over Travis anymore. That's all I want. Fuck that. Listen, look, I know we're we're wrapping up. I just want to say, Travis, 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 I know that it's tough out there, but I'm tired of this drama with you. You gotta let just. I need him to to just fade into the background because he does not <laughs> yeah. matter as much as I, he's used up his screen time for me. I was thinking about how I was like, God, I hope Lottie just like puts him in a cage in season two, and then I was like, No, that can't happen because then Natalie's entire story would be about getting Travis out of the cage. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I just I'm waiting for one detail about him that I'll be like, Man, good thing Natalie has this guy. <laughs> But just time and again. It was such a straight girl moment, Sam, when he's like ghosted her for days. I don't know, weeks, could be months at this point. And then she sees him helping Javi with his tie and she gets that like moon face over Travis. I was like, that is what straight men have to do. They can ignore you for, I don't know, years and then like pick up a child who skinned their knee and you're like, oh my God, marriage material. Wow, what a man. Look at that guy. What what, a man. And you know what they always say when that shit happens? He asked me about my day to day. I should get married. He the the thing that always get, it's like he'd be such a good dad. Yeah. When that thought pops up, when that thought pops up, for some reason that thought overrides everything else. He'd be such a good dad. Yep. Oh, you <laughs> you know what? Okay, pack it up, everybody, because the friendship's over. You've lost her. You've lost. <laughs> We're going her. home you because there her. is a BIP. <laughs> there a there baby is a baby in play, play, and it's all over for us. <laughs>